0: welcome welcome one and all to the foreign saints podcast yeah yeah it's us kari and meredith uh everyone's favorite interracial couple to hate on bro i'm opening with
1: it <laughs> sticking with that opening <laughs> that's
0: yeah un, un, until yeah mm. yeah un, until we got a, a friend group <laughs> that's more than like two people we'll get there outside of the family then <laughs> Yeah, that's what okay. I'm. That's what I'm sticking with, bro. That's what I'm sticking with, bro. Have I advertised following Jesus well enough yet? Like, <laughs> that's just what happens. All right. Gosh, bro. You know what I mean? Like, some of y'all, some of y'all be going through your Facebook friends list. Like, man, I gotta prune this. I got too many friends, bro. It's much easier than that. You can have the list self-prune itself. All you have to do. Is post, Jesus Jesus. is God. (laughs) And you'll lose like like a tenth of them overnight. Poof. Right? You want to lose some of the more, you know, wild ones in your life? All right? Just just say anything. You know what I mean? Just say anything, you know? You cannot be both an OnlyFans thought and love Jesus. All right? Post that. And you lose (laughs) like half the friend list that's still remaining. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just... uh... Tough. Anyway. Tough. Welcome.
1: What are we, we
0: talking about today? We love you all. Mostly that OnlyFans thought should probably repent.
1: <laughs> that is the episode for today. <laughs> Done,
0: dun. And that's just the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you're on OnlyFans, repent. All right. Come into the generosity of the Father and the Son, because I promise you it's more generous than whatever your donations are on OnlyFans. Donations. That's what it says. Okay. That's what it says. I was a sinner once. I know the language. <laughs> of those sites just leave it alone you know what i mean like i know how this works you know what i mean like donations fam no they're but- not they're not called payment because then it might be misconstrued as prostitution You're right all that's free all right, <laughs> all right. All right. This is
1: take two. First take of this episode. We had a squealing kid.
0: The first take take was fire. I like having the squealing kid because I I think it really makes you guys, the audience, have to decide how much you want to hear this teaching. (laughs) I like it. You know what I mean? But it's cool. But it's cool. But it's cool. The OnlyFans rant was not in the first take. So, yeah. Again, like I said, that's free. Our actual topic. Yeah,
1: what is our topic for today?
0: It is. Look, look, we're starting a new series, y'all. It'll be four episodes, start with this one. We're going through the means of grace, what they are, their importance, how they function, why the life and vitality of the Christian life necessitates... These four things.
1: But the thing is, is that we don't often refer to them as the means of grace. At least for me growing up in church, I don't remember ever hearing the term means of grace. But
0: And I'm certain there's some theological slant that like uses the term. I, right. I don't know. and But who, whatever theological uh, denomination decided to use that phrase to refer to them by, uh, quite good. Quite yep. good. Although I wouldn't say, I don't know. I just don't know another way to put it. Because they're not the only means of grace. Right. They're just what I would call like the four main ones.
1: I was I was going to say, yeah, they're like the core four pillars, I suppose, yeah. of like walking the Christian walk yeah. and walking a healthy, fruitful Christian walk.
0: Because astute listeners of the podcast will remember our episode on kingdom generosity. Mm. And Paul referred to helping out the struggling Christians in the Jerusalem church as uh, as the Macedonian church's way of being able to participate in a means of grace, Mm. being able to participate in the grace of God and access something, Mm. right? That was why they were eager to help them because they believed not only their family, we should help them, but also that there's a special grace of God in the act of helping them out, which isn't technically in the list. Um, but I think it does fall under this first pillar. Technically the first two pillars Mm. of the apostles teaching, I think, uh, and the fellowship. You could argue the breaking of bread, but we'll get we'll, into those we'll get as there. we go. Um but yeah, th- this episode's on the apostles teaching, right? What is the apostles' teaching?
1: It's one of those, it's in the name things. It is. Is it the is. teaching
0: it sounds like it could be like one of those like movies like National Treasure, you know what I mean? <laughs> the Apostles Teaching, and then you have like a crazy CGI trailer of like Paul like fighting a dragon or something. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh. Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones style. You know? Uh,
2: Less you sex and
0: gratuitous nudity though. Oh my gosh. Which makes it like not Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh. But it definitely ties into the OnlyFans rant at the start, which is going to be a running gag in this episode for sure. You know? I
1: can't with you sometimes.
0: I'm just saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> like and Jesus can't with the OnlyFans. Oh my so gosh. I don't need to... <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Alright. All right. All right? Uh, Welcome to the podcast so, where we joke about, quote-unquote, controversial doctrines because they're really obvious. <laughs> right. Why are they obvious? Because they're in the apostles' teaching, which is, is, Meredith,
1: the teaching of the apostles.
0: Right. Uh, the apostles being 12 that followed Jesus.
2: What about Paul? Oh,
0: well, and, and Paul. Uh, he's an apostle. He didn't say the 12 apostles' teaching. He said the apostles' teaching, um, which would be... The four Gospels, I'll get into that in a second. Uh, the letters, also known as the epistles.
1: Fancy word is fancy. Fancy
0: word is fancy, theological term of the day. Um, and also the Old Testament. We'll build a case for all three of those. Um, really from like, what, like two and a half verses, really? Because <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you want to throw out common sense, then you need a whole apologetics argument. But if we're going to oh, use goodness. common sense, then like, I shouldn't really have to prove that. But sure. Sure. You know, <laughs> if
1: we're gonna use common sense we don't need a podcast
0: <laughs> I, won't, I wasn't gonna say all that now. i wasn't gonna say all that now okay like but some things just don't need debating but like sometimes they do like i was riding with the you know i was at work right and the partner i was riding with I'm, I'm part-time so i bounce around partners right so like when i tell these stories they're like almost never the same person twice all yeah. right? like i'm just mm-hmm. you know part-time just throw me wherever they need someone like filling on a truck but the partner i was working with that day um i remember i said that uh she said that this nation was a christian nation i belly laughed because that's a funny thought at this point in history Mm -hmm. really um or ever but especially today (laughs) especially today Uh, look now stupid listeners of the podcast and go back bro look at the episode on the slave bible bro yeah just saying all right But i said yo like this nation's not a christian nation she looked me dead in my face and was like who are you to say that the christianity of the land isn't christianity and i was like i mean i'm just comparing what they do and what they say to what jesus did and said and the two don't match and i get that but like they're not trying to match it Mm -hmm. so they're
1: actively trying to mold it to not look like it to not look (laughs) like
0: that so like it it literally can't be and she was like well, that's judgmental. So, which I responded with, I'm probably the most judgmental person I know. And I would <laughs> definitely like to keep that crown. <laughs> I'd definitely love to keep that crown. All right. Now, as you might imagine, if you made it about eight minutes into this, I'm probably, I guess, pretty cool person to talk to. But no, no, I'm definitely judgmental. <laughs> Isn't that, I mean, that's kind of, yes, it is. It's very judging.
1: You take pride in being judgy?
0: I do yeah what? i mean I, I mean i i think i'm doing it well because again i'm doing it according to the apostles teaching right well
1: jesus says not to judge
0: okay so, listen all right well now you're building your life on the apostles teaching <laughs> you're just interpreting it wrong but i'm glad you at least now are moving in my direction like mm. the apostles teaching is worth referencing as authoritative
1: mm. interesting funny Oh how the turntables!
0: Y'all can keep that rebuttal. That's a fun one. That is people fun don't one. know what to do with that one. Yeah,
1: they're like the. You know what I mean?
0: But as far as the four gospels go, right? Mm-hmm. The apostles weren't going to be around forever, right? Like they're going to die, right? Church knew this. Church also knew, contrary to popular belief, that Jesus probably wasn't going to come back in their lifetime because Jesus said, also recorded in the apostles' teaching, that he wasn't going to come back until some prerequisites were filled. And one of those prerequisites is that the entire world had heard the preaching of the gospel. Not necessarily that everybody got saved, Zionists, looking at you, but that the whole world had at least heard the message of salvation, Mm. right? And seeing as that had not happened and that the world was a big place and that there were no motorized vehicles in those days, probably take more than a lifetime to get that done, right? And so, yeah. People were, I mean, some people did it voluntarily. Some people, like our boy Mark, Gospel of Mark, were kind of commissioned, voluntold uh, by the church to write some stuff down. Um, Mark, definitely, because he rolled with Peter a lot of times in his travels. Um, You look at some ancient references to the Gospel of Mark, and they were always referred to as the Gospel of whomever. You know, don't believe that nonsense when people, oh my gosh, we don't know who's, you know, who wrote the book, you know. And I'm like, dude, you don't know the real name of that chick on OnlyFans, but you still watch her, okay? So, like, I'm just like... He sneaks it in there, you guys. Okay, so, like, look, all I'm saying is if you don't need to know Bonquiqui's name to watch her on OnlyFans, I don't need to know who wrote the Book of Matthew. Okay? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, all right? <laughs> if you don't know if COVID is less dangerous than a cold or created in a lab as a super virus, then I don't need to know who wrote the gospel of Matthew. (laughs) And if the last crowd of people doesn't know if an unborn baby is a baby or a clump of cells, Mm -hmm. because it's not on them to make that decision, then it's not on you to decide anything about my holy book. Ooh. All right? So now that I've confidently pissed off everybody, I think,
2: Yeah, Yeah,
0: I think I've gotten you all to agree we should probably crucify this guy. All right, let's get to work.
2: Oh boy, all right, there
0: we go. let's get to work. All right, the gospel of Mark in particular. Um, a couple old church quote unquote fathers I don't like that term. Um, early church leaders, better term, mm. um, because you can't be a father of something that started before you were Ooh, in it, yeah, yeah so probably shouldn't call them that. But uh, they referred to the Mark's gospel as the memoirs of Peter. Because, I mean, like, that's what they were, right? Without getting too fancy about it, um, you've got some literary things in the Gospel of Mark that Mark does to show that Peter was kind of the main source of his Gospel. Um, Literary devices like inclusios and things like that. If you want to learn about it, Google it. You know what I'm saying? Um, But suffice to say, um, you know, they're the memoirs of the apostles. Like, what do they recall of Jesus' life? But not just his life, but what he taught, which was the importance of his life. Yeah. the sacrifice, the atonement, the resurrection and the teaching. That's what made it. That's what gave his life meaning. Not the fact that he just like tossed some people some decent things, you know,
1: Jesus was more than just a teacher. Yeah.
0: You know, like a anti only fancer amongst other things,
2: oh, yeah.
0: you know, amongst other things. Look, look, her and I have had the conversation on purity culture and <laughs> we have had our fun <laughs> agreements and disagreements during our daily life. Surprisingly. I was the purity culture advocate. Mm-hmm. I'm an outus, all right? Because in a later episode, I'm probably gonna be outed as like the super immature rebel before I got saved, which I was, mm-hmm. right? But like coming into Christ, it like flipped. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, rebellion is like death. Mm-hmm. I just I just want to be obedient, bro. Like mm-hmm. that's where life's at, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you're being a thought trap, not T-O-H-T, but like actual thinking thoughts, like you're messing up my mind, mm-hmm. you know. It's this was like, like a huge
1: like, discussion when we were dating. It us. was,
0: you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, my like, jeggings? Yes. It's yeah. like, dude, weren't you sleeping around like less than six months ago? I am six months old in the faith. So yes, actually, probably to the day. And that's why I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, y'all church kids don't know. Y'all just look at it as like, oh, it'd be fun to rebel. No, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. That was my life. I'm yeah. looking at church kids jealous because they got the apostles teaching.
2: Mm-hmm. 80. All their life.
0: I just got grafted into it, bro, is what I felt like. Yeah. You know, and I was like, why y'all this is life?
2: Yeah. Is water.
0: You know, I don't know what y'all complaining about. What y'all can't have my emptiness? Go for it. <laughs> you know it's like I mean?
1: the if you guys have heard of Tim Hawkins, he has this bit where he talks about, you know, church kids on testimony uh, Sunday at church. You know, and you have the dude that was just, you know, has like the typical story that's shared on a testimony Sunday. And You know, you walk out and you're like, man, I wish I was addicted to crack. You know, like you're not basking in the glory of what God did to make a new creation. You're like, man. And it's not even
0: that you want the crack. You just want people to look at you while you tell your life story.
1: Right, right, exactly.
0: May I be the bearer of bad news, your life's not that important. Right. (laughs) It is to God, and that's all that matters. Like, it is that important and that it's, like, worth the blood of Christ. But, like, it's not so important that, like, I need to go all your life yeah. every time you tell your testimony. Right, right. You know? Basket what Jesus did in you.
2: Yeah. You know?
0: But, right, yeah, right. maybe your situation was tame. But praise God that it only took a tame situation for you to be awakened to your sin. Ooh. Take it from something who's in deep. Yeah. All right? Like, you don't want to have to fall that far to find grace.
2: Yeah.
0: You don't want to have to. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: But. Yeah, like they were the gospels were supposed to function as literary apostles, and they have. I say supposed to, like they have functioned as literary apostles. Um, since they're writing, right? You could always you can always refer back to the gospels if you want to know, yo, what did Jesus say about X? You can refer back to it, right? And we have the letters, mostly written by Paul, um, to churches that were uh, needed clarification and doctrine, needed some rebuke on some issues, you just need an encouragement and hope. The hope that only the scriptures and Jesus can provide. And that's what those letters give. Right? Clarification on doctrinal issues. I guarantee you like 99% if not 100%, but I would say at least 99% of your doctrinal questions can at least have a beginning of an answer start to be found in the epistles, in the letters written to the churches to correct them somewhere.
2: Yeah.
0: You know? especially when you're young in the faith.
2: Yeah.
0: Like I remember when I was drinking that stuff up and I was like, like get a bit more chair, new question, keep reading. Oh, there's an answer or mm-hmm. revisit something ever before. They didn't understand.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh snap. That kind of answer is where I'm about to head into. I didn't even realize I needed that as an answer, but like I'm here now and now it's an answer. Yeah. You know, but, but you got to actually be in the text, man. You, you got to actually be in it. Um, I'm gonna be looking for, um, I mean, looking for that verse in Romans, but uh, Meredith has some really great insights out of Colossians, one of her favorite corrective letters of yeah. the churches. Um, but yeah, what you got?
1: Yeah, so when we were talking about you know this uh, series, and uh, we'll talk in the second half a little bit more about um, our experiences with these four means of grace, but something that I always come back to when you know because We talk about this um often as we'll share a little bit um this is one of the things that we go back to whenever um one of us is just feeling just spiritually off you know um and whenever i think of the apostles teaching i think of like you can't you can't know god's will for your life if you're not knowing him you know like if you're not you know you're not praying you're not with the believers and all of the things right but especially with um with knowing the word, you're knowing who God is and what is true, you know? Like what is God's will for my life? Should I should I date this girl? You know, it's like, well, I mean, if she's on OnlyFans and like Hey, hey she uh, if she's only OnlyFans and, you know, doing XYZ, I'm huh. pretty sure it's in God's, you know.
0: I married this one. She joined the Would you, joke. Could you calm down? I'm just saying, anyway. look, if you're on OnlyFans, I don't hate you, right? I'm just yeah. like I'm not really. I'm not even joking on you being on OnlyFans. I'm joking on people that will try to biblically justify your mm-hmm. being on OnlyFans, yeah. because you and I both know. <laughs> Me, Meredith, you mm-hmm. on OnlyFans. All three of us are in on this secret, this open secret.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That that's
1: wrong. It's it's not good, and uh, it is not of Jesus, you know. And so, if you know you're dating this chick and you're like, oh, what is God's will? Like, you know would he have me to like be with her? I'm pretty sure the answer is nah, you know, at least
0: not yet. Not
1: yet. Anyways, you know, there might be a later, but I'm um...
0: open to not yet. Mm-hmm. Open to it.
1: Yeah. Um, but with that, it's just like the importance of knowing God um, is foundational. Like we said before, calling these like pillars, if you will, of like how to live a fruitful and mature um, walk with the Lord. And one of my favorite books is Colossians. I was in it a lot last year, just personally and teaching through it. And first um, that came to mind in the importance of how knowing God's word helps you to know him and in turn bear fruit um, is in Colossians one, starting in verse nine. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. They're not like they go hand in hand. You know, you can't bear fruit, you can't walk a worthy life if you're not rooted in the Word. Um, it continues with being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light.
0: That's a good teaching from the apostles' teaching, Mm. right? The little clause you put in there, right? Mm. He has qualified you, Mm. right? That's a great teaching.
2: How do you get qualified?
0: Not through your own works, Mm. right? Not through your own works, which is why I can casually joke about the OnlyFans thing. Mm -hmm. Because they don't actually have farther to work to God
2: Mm -hmm.
0: than a church kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, because it's not about your effort to qualify yourself.
2: Right,
0: right, which is offensive to the church kid if they're prideful. But Mm -hmm. I would hope sounds like really good news to the OnlyFans person Mm -hmm. that feels like, well, now that I'm now that I made this decision, I got a line that you know. And it's like, no, because you don't qualify yourself for God. Mm -hmm. Jesus calls you, and if you answer that call by faith, He qualifies the called Mm. for salvation, right, and for service right right which is why i can make the joke because mm-hmm. it's like you don't have a huge mountain to climb if you're coming from heck, only fans or whatever you mm-hmm. know what i mean like you don't have this huge mountain to climb you walk the mill the miracle of the gospel all right the miracle of the gospel and this is again you only get this through the apostles teaching right you can look around at creation and see that there's a god romans 1. you can look around at creation and tell that sin is sinful. And that he's holy you can look at your own moral compass and tell look, these morals don't make sense on an evolutionary scale they had to come from god even if you subscribe to evolutionary theory it only makes sense to believe that god kick-started the whole thing
2: huh.
0: you know so it's like no matter where you're coming from right morals did not come from this plane of existence right under any facet of understanding that makes sense within itself right, right? So, yeah, you don't need a Bible to know that there's a God. You don't need a Bible to know that theft is wrong or that stealing is wrong or that, you know, being an OnlyFans performer is wrong. You, know, you don't need God or an obnoxious black man like myself to tell you that. Like, you really don't. Right? These things are
2: self-evidently
0: yeah. true. Yeah. Right? You want to know what's not self-evidently true? What? That you don't have to qualify yourself.
2: Yeah. For God. Yeah.
0: The miracle of the gospel is that you can walk 10 million steps away from God, and you only need one step if it's in faith to cover that distance backwards.
2: Hmm.
0: Right? Like, really sit on that. But sit on the fact that that beautiful thought is only found if you devote yourselves to this first means of grace. Yeah. The teaching of the true apostles. Right. Right. If you discard the Bible, if you say I don't need the Bible to know God, okay, are you saying you don't need the gospel?
2: Because
0: hmm. I don't know how you in the twenty-first mm-hmm. century right. learn of the gospel right. without the Bible's influence.
2: Right.
0: Either you read it or someone who did read it just repeats it to you. Right. I don't know why that second one time doesn't count Counts as the Bible. It, right. But it is. Right. It's just audio Bible performed live. Yeah. Right. That's all it is. You know, but you need the apostles' teaching.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. You have anything else?
1: No, it's, I think you kind of hit it um, where I was going. Cause like I also thought of Proverbs 1 7, you know, with the the fear of the Lord as the beginning of
0: wisdom. wisdom.
1: Yeah. And it continues. I need on. a
0: good, like, I need like a sound effect of like shimmering <laughs> gold you know? for wisdom. I need, I need to go. I need to, I need to, uh, I need to play Spyro 2 Ripto's Rage. Collect oh a goodness. gem and uh-huh. record that sound effect.
1: Oh my goodness! That the was gem, very specific. Col-
0: I thought of it, but I was like, "That's wisdom. That's, That's uh, wisdom."
2: Okay, yeah.
0: A gem from Spyro. Spyro, okay. wisdom. Yeah. You couldn't play video games. <laughs> Deprived childhood. I
2: understand.
0: I understand. But to be fair, I was playing as a dragon, so you know, uh-huh. I get it. Revelation thirteen. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Yeah. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools. Despise wisdom and instruction. Yeah, like, and where is all that coming from?
0: The word now. Hold that thought. Hold Ooh. that first line. Mm. Fools defies uh, fools despise wisdom, mm. but what
2: and, and instruction? And right? instruction. Hold
0: that thought. Fools despise instruction, right? Romans fifteen. Okay. Romans fifteen verse four, bro. For whatever was, no, oh, you hold there. I am. I'm. T- I'm okay. Romans fifteen verse four, Paul writing, for whatever was written in former days. What was written in former days? What was? Old Testament.
1: Oh, where Proverbs
0: is. Proverbs is Old Testament, right? Mm. Okay. Point one. Uh, Forever was written in former days, was written for our instruction. Mm. Oh. Oh, gosh. But fools hate that. Oh, dear. I feel we've reached an impasse. Oh, dear. But it gets worse. Oh, dear, indeed. All right, so it was written for our instruction. The Old Testament was written for our instruction. The New Testament, self-evidently, is written for instruction. Just read the thing. That through endurance, right? What is endurance? It's hanging on. It's not giving up. It's not compromising on the instruction that was received, right? That's the context. Endurance after instruction means you're holding on to what you were taught. Yeah. Right? That's what it means. Good paramedics have endurance in their instruction. They were instructed in emergency medicine and they held on to those teachings. And it was the holding on to those teachings, in part, that allowed them to become good paramedics. That through through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. All right. There is an encouragement of the world, there's an encouragement of you and then there's an encouragement from the scriptures
2: yeah
0: you can pick which one you want to really build a life on right yeah but what is the encouragement of the scriptures it's what we said earlier that jesus calls you and qualifies you yeah that's the encouragement that you don't qualify yourself that it's not based on your works but based on faith if it's by faith if, if your salvation is by faith In his work for you on the cross and his resurrection, then what you are also claiming is that you are rejecting the idea that your works can save you.
2: Yeah.
0: Romans 3, what becomes of our boasting then? Mm. It is excluded.
2: Mm.
0: By what law? Law of faith.
2: Mm.
0: The law of faith excludes boasting, but because it excludes boasting, it includes hope and it kicks out despair.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Because it's not based on you, you're inconsistent.
1: Yeah, just preacher mode on.
0: Right? You're inconsistent. Yeah. That's what it is. But you don't get that unless you hear this instruction that in your foolish heart you hate. Yep. That's what it is. It starts with instruction, but it ends in hope. But what does the proverb say? Mm. Fools
1: despise.
0: Fools despise what?
1: Wisdom and instruction. And
0: instruction. And instruction is the first step. You don't get the encouragement of hope of the scriptures unless you walk through the instruction. Of the scriptures of the Apostles teaching at the starting line you can't get to the finish line of a race without passing through the starting gate brother and y'all want to despise people that want to despise the instruction of the Bible but cling to the hope of the Bible are rewriting reality nothing less right and in a lot of ways that applies more to people in the church than out Cause we're the ones that got the instruction, right? Like you're out of order.
2: Yeah.
0: You're out of order, man. Yeah. Like you want the sustenance, but you don't want to go out and collect the mana. Yeah. it's tough. That's yeah. <laughs> tough.
1: Yeah. No, I think you, you got my point for that. Um, I think my first thought that, that comes to mind with this topic is, um, That's how you know God, to know God deeper, to truthfully walk and abide in him is to go in his word. But I also think that kind of swinging the pendulum to the other side here. We also tend to hype up the teachings and the systematic theologies and um, what have you to a point where it's above scripture, you know, and that could swing all the way to, you know, heretical stances, like, say, Mormonism, right? They have the Book of Mormon that lift that up above Scripture. But you also see some, which I wouldn't necessarily call heresy, um, but I think does sway into idolatrous territory of things like, uh, like Calvinism, maybe, like a Reformed theology thing. Not necessarily saying they're evil and they're not, you know, heretics. Don't hear me say that. But um, there are people in both of those uh, thought camps, if you will, that really lift up the teachings of one calvin minute warning, fam. yeah the teachings of calvin the teachings of whoever to a point where they are forgetting that they're not abiding they would rather abide in the teachings of others and i Christ. gotta say
0: bro like we are of one accord truly because i was turning to that passage as she was we did not coordinate that at all a... like john chapter five bro one john flesh, baby. chapter five. Yeah, don't get that through (laughs) OnlyFans. But, all right, one flesh union is through Christ, okay? But, all right, what did Jesus say? If you believe Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you don't believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Mm. Right? The scripture is there to point you to the life of Jesus. Eternal life is not in having life eternal, but it's in knowing the Father and Christ whom he sent. Mm. All right? We got less than 10 seconds, all right? Enjoy your intermission, bro. We will be back to continue the live stream, bro. Andrew, Peter's brother, Greece, 66 AD. Andrew boldly looked the governor in the eye. It is good for you, the judge of men. The first to first know your judge who dwells in heaven he said his voice ringing with the force of truth after you know him then worship him removing from your mind false gods and blind idols Christians all over the empire were being executed in obedience to a decree from the Roman Senate Peter had been crucified 1 year earlier and before this year would end 6 more of the original 12 including Andrew would be executed of the 12 Only John would remain on this earth, and he in prison. Andrew had voluntarily come to face Aegeus, the governor, to persuade him not to persecute the many Christians Andrew had brought to the faith in the city of Patras. Andrew's words angered the king. Are you the same Andrew who's overthrown the temple of the gods and persuades men to be of that superstitious sect which Rome has now commanded to be abolished? Andrew answered, The princes of the Romans do not understand the truth. The Son of God, coming from heaven into the world for man's sake, has taught and declared how those idols, whom you so honor as gods, are not gods, but rather cruel devils, enemies to mankind. They teach the people to do things that are so offensive to God that he turns away. In serving the devil, people fall into all kinds of wickedness, and after they die, nothing remains for them but their evil deeds. Enough. The governor commanded, Do not teach such things anymore, or you will be fastened to the cross with all speed. Andrew answered, If I were afraid of the death of the cross, I would not have preached about the majesty, honor, and glory of the cross. The governor then pronounced sentence, This man is starting a new sect and taking away the religion of the Roman gods. I hereby sentence him to death by crucifixion. As Andrew was brought towards the place of execution, he saw from afar off the cross prepared for him. Instead of the fear that might be expected, fervent love for Jesus rose up in his heart. He cried out, O cross, most welcome and long looked for! With a willing mind, I joyfully come to you, being the disciple of him who hung on you. As he neared the cross, he said, The nearer I come to the cross, the nearer I come to God. And the farther I am from the cross, the farther I remain from God. For three days the apostle hung on the cross. As long as he could move his tongue, he instructed all who stood nearby, encouraging them, Remain steadfast in the word and doctrine which you have received, instructing one another that you may dwell with God in eternity and receive the fruit of his promises. After three days, the Christians asked the governor to take Andrew down from the cross and release him to them. But Andrew, hearing their plans, cried out, O Lord Jesus Christ, don't let your servant who hangs here on the cross for your name's sake be released to dwell again among men. Please receive me, O my Lord, my God. You I have known, you I have loved, to you I cling, you I desire to see, and in you I am what I am. Having spoken these words, he committed his spirit into the hands of his Heavenly Father. Do you value the word? Do you value the doctrines, the teaching of the faith, as much as the Apostle Andrew had? This episode is about the teaching of the Twelve, the Apostle's teaching. That's its worth. That's its worth, a demonstration of it right there. Do you believe it's worth that? Do you believe that the goodness in this word is set that high? Be encouraged, Saint, be encouraged. If he were afraid of the death of the cross, he would not have preached about the majesty, honor, and glory of the cross. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid. We have Jesus. We are foreigners in this world. And we will make our way to our homeland. Just stay faithful. And now, back to the show. Welcome back. A hey to the next part of the episode. I don't know if it's the second half or not. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. She was eating cereal. I was okay with starting. But she was like, Listen. y'all don't want to hear smack the smacking of the Wheaties.
1: Listen. This is a
0: disgusting cereal.
1: It's They're mini-wheats. They have the little sugar coating on them. Listen, I'm with you. They're not the best cereal, but Wick pays for them. <laughs> <laughs> but out of all the Wick options... It's the best one. <laughs> all right. All
0: right. All right. All right. No,
1: don't you start. All right. Don't you start. Look now. Don't start. Look now. Don't.
0: We hope and pray that y'all out there hold and cling to that rugged cross and that salvation with a bit more fidelity.
1: Oh. Than you did your oh, mini weeks just now, bro. It. I wasn't defending that they're the best cereal. I know
0: you weren't defending it because you switched up like quick. Listen we're at a minute now less than a minute and you switched up all right all of us myself included got to be better for jesus
1: you see what you you see people have what i have to deal with
0: welcome back to the bible study (laughs) talking about the talking about the apostles teaching i'm gonna get it after this but it's okay all right talking about the apostles teaching fam. all right oh man yo that's funny, bro. That's funny, bro. Christianity is fun. All right. Christianity is fun, bro. But yeah, we left off. Um, the word is important, not for its own sake, but because it, it brings you to Jesus. It leads you to him. He's life. Life is knowing him. How do you know him? Through faith. And through the word. Right? You're not saved necessarily through knowing the word. But that's how you grow. You grow in the knowledge of him all right read peter's letters all right growth is based on how well you know jesus and that can only happen through the means of grace and one of the big ones one of the foundational ones is the apostles teaching all right so thought from luke 6 uh blessed are you jesus says when people hate you and when they we'll get to that word hate it doesn't mean what you think it means it's worse than that. Like, it, it literally means something worse than hate. You don't understand. People hate you, and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil. Now, all that stuff means exactly what it says.
1: It doesn't sound fun.
0: On account of the Son of Man. All right? When all that stuff is true about you because of your relation to the Son of Man, God considers you blessed. Mm. Right? And again, if you're... Uh, an avid listener to the Foreign Saints YouTube channel where I'm
1: doing a walkthrough. What does, walk does blessed mean?
0: Right? Or I'm doing a walkthrough in the Bible in the book of Luke, right? What does blessed mean? Supremely happy. Mm. Right? Not, I also
1: like your other definition that you use: joyful to the core of
2: soul.
0: Yeah, yeah, like that's what it is. I don't I don't like bifurcating happiness and joy because it feels pretty arbitrary to me when pastors do like I get what you mean, but like when you're like, yeah, happiness is external, but joy is true. And I'm like, I mean, eh. in the Greek, they're kind of exchanged definitions. So, like, I feel like that's fine. Maybe true happiness is actually just not external.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, maybe that's the issue, right? Like,
1: See, I always heard it as happiness is what the world gives you. Joy is what Jesus gives you.
0: Which, okay, cool. But, like, to me, that never really said anything. Because mm-hmm. I was like, that's still not really a definition like right. I, I want the one that jesus gives but like give me some characteristics right. other than jesus where gave. do i
1: find that
0: because i know that jesus gives it help me know if i've really got it bro. right like right. you know what i mean like and it's funny look yeah looking it up in the greek like blessed yeah they were okay using happy jesus was okay saying you're happy when you know me
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're happy when you serve me you're happy when bad things happen to you and are said about you because of me hmm it causes happiness in your soul, if you really know me.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Which I think is actually more convicting, right? I'm not, like, bifurcating happiness that we all know to some alien thing, joy, that we thought we knew, but we really don't. You know what I mean? Like, we all know what happiness is. And Jesus trying is to saying, make
1: something that's not that profound very profound.
0: Right. Like, the profound thing is that it's only found in Jesus, mm. not in trying to define it in a way that's, like, different than how, what we all know it to be. Yeah. Right. Like all the happiness that we experience in this world is just a very distorted echo reflection of what you actually get in Jesus. Right. It's not that it's not like legit happiness. Right. Sin has its pleasures for a season. But it's not happiness the way it was intended for you to have, bro. It's not the good stuff. You know what I mean? It's fentanyl diluted. (laughs) It's not real fentanyl. Right. Like, I'm just saying, bro. Like, just saying. Yeah. I get the good stuff. You
1: yeah, want the good, good.
0: Would you only get that good, good, when you are hated, excluded, made fun of, and spurned as evil. On account of you being a jerk. No. On account of the fact that you can't stop posting a right wing political meme? Stop it. No. <laughs> like, on account of. What are you geez, about? Jesus.
1: Okay. The American Christian
2: white.
0: Gosh, bro. It is. It is. It ain't happiness, though. It ain't happiness. Now, yeah. about that word hate, mm. right? Now, how does this all connect back to the apostles' teaching? We'll get there, right? But what about hate, when people hate you, right? People mess themselves up because in our English, we use hate to mean the most extreme form of it.
1: The most extreme form of not love.
0: Right. And by that... When you're unsaved (laughs) you kid yourself well i don't hate any christians they're just like weird so like i'm fine and then when you get saved you're like i don't know anyone that like really hates me i mean i've lost some friends and you know i might have had some people throw eggs at my window but i don't know anyone like hate hates me i must not be saved
2: Mm
0: -hmm. the greek can help us here right uh the greek word for hate can be found on the foreign saints youtube channel but the definition (laughs) of it i will tell you here um it literally just means to esteem less than in a previous state of being Mm. ouch right so like again read that blessed are you happy are you when people esteem you less than in a previous state of being right and what would that previous state of being be in context pre-salvation you
2: yeah
0: right like be happy you're blessed if you notice that people think a little less of you now that you've made it to what the apostles teaching is bringing you to right jesus said that this word you think you have eternal life in this word these words bring you to me right these words bring you to me and who is jesus as one of my favorite pastors said he's the hated jew hmm Like, the way I view the world, I'm not, this is not something I'm saying based on Bible per se, but just, like, the way I see the world, the way, personal conviction, right? I feel like anti-Semitism in the world is a reflection of the hatred for Jesus that exists in the spirit of the world.
1: Hmm. Interesting take.
0: I mean, I guess it's kind of sort of based on scripture. Revelation chapter, what is it, 12 or 13 kind of mentions that, like, the dragon going after the people of Israel based on the child that came from them and those that serve him.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Like look through history and like, yeah, like, I mean, the Jews partly have problems because they rejected that Messiah. Mm-hmm. But the other half of that coin is the fact that the world hated that Messiah too. <laughs> Hate you for bringing Jesus into the world. I don't even follow Jesus when they're catching the flag. Like, again, it's, it's, not like a total explanation, right? I'm just saying like just part of like my worldview, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Jesus is the hated Jew. Like he is. And when you follow the apostles teaching legit, you get connected to the hated Jew. And so what should happen to you? You're going to get hated, right? You're going to be esteemed less of. right? And I guarantee you, anybody that holds the apostles teaching, that is true of you. If it hasn't happened yet, you had to have been saved for, like, a day, like, max. Because it happens fast. It happens fast. People esteeming you less. You know what I mean? Well, on that note, we have a story. A couple stories. Stories. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 you know?
1: Who doesn't love a
2: good story?
0: I know, right? Speaking of, do you have a story that fits that? I mean, probably. But, like, actually, yeah, I know you do. But, like, question is, like, you know, you know, stories just people esteeming you less. You know what I mean? Your friend group, whatever.
2: Mm.
0: Like, I know I got a few. I know you got. A few. I know I a few. I got a lot actually. <laughs> one really recent, but because it's kind of still cooking, or at least I pray I that it's still cooking. I'm just not going to talk about as, it.
1: That's the first thing that comes to mind is that. Is that? Really, yeah, yeah. I don't really necessarily feel like now is the time to, to speak on that.
0: One, yeah, so. yeah. Everything in the natural world says it is, but like we're hoping against hope, right? That.
1: Reconciliation happens this side, of, this side of heaven. Right. So that's I, what we're hoping and praying for. So I don't necessarily want to share my... I
0: give it a year. <laughs> Another year, I Another guess. year. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, especially for me, like, coming out of high school, man. Like, yeah. not even coming out of high school. Literally. Literally. Got saved on, what was it, Friday afternoon? Walking to school that Monday. Bro, I was hated, bro. I mm-hmm. was hated. Like I said, I say it all the time. No exaggeration, bro. Teachers put it into their curriculum. They're going to have time to mock me, and they did. Mm-hmm. And they did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like history teacher taking time out of his lesson, bro, to like pick my Bible up and be like, you don't understand this. You're judgmental, Bur And I'm like, dude, I was taking notes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What? What?
2: Yeah.
0: Lucky for me, I read the apostles' teaching.
1: <laughs> Over the weekend.
0: Some of it. I read like a little bit of it, but what I remembered was that right there out of Luke that I just shared with y'all.
2: Mm.
0: Blessed. That was all I got through. But it was all I needed to get through for that season of time. Yeah. Blessed are you when people hate you. And now what I experienced I actually kind of was more akin to like legitimate hatred, what we would think of in our culture. Like y'all are going buck wild against me right now. But I was prepared for it, right? When you read the apostles teaching, you are prepared for what comes and it doesn't shake you. Right. What did Jesus say? I tell you these things ahead of time. Hey, Jesus and God in the Old Testament. Right. I tell you these things ahead of time so that when they happen, you might believe.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. And yet we encounter suffering. Who told me this? Yeah. Well, actually, there's a good answer for the meme this time. Jesus did. (laughs) I told you about suffering on my I account. I was a
1: good Christian. Why is this
2: happening?
0: Because you're a good Christian, fam. Yeah. Keep it pushing. Yeah. Keep it pushing. Right. So I mean, like, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. Um, story of Jeremiah. Summary of the story. Jeremiah 36. I would encourage you to read it, even if you don't read anything else in Jeremiah, because it is a really weird tale. <clears throat> you know what? I'll I'll read the first couple verses just to set the scene, right? Um. So Jeremiah. Oh man, let me see. Fourth year, Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. Where can Jeremiah Take a scroll. It's the intro, right? But we <laughs> we just don't we just don't need it for this particular like talk, right? Like, take a scroll and write on it all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and Judah and all the nations from the day I spoke to you, from the days of Josiah until today. That's big. Jeremiah had been he'd been a prophet for a while. And God tells him, look, summarize all your stuff, write it down, so that people know. He's basically, he's commissioning him to write the book of Jeremiah, right? But there will be a (laughs) roadblock. Oh, man. Uh, Verse 4, Jeremiah called a guy, Baruch, and he's like, basically what he tells him is, look, I wrote it down, but I got kicked out the temple a long time ago, all right? So you're going to go in my place Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and read this out to them, and they're probably going to kick you out too, all right? Now, I'll just whisper it in the mic, foreshadow of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus' is followers, though, right? We are Baruch. Mm. That's us. Mm. Like, read Jeremiah 36. Baruch is you, bro. Mm. Jesus.
1: Who's reading Jeremiah 36?
0: <laughs> you are today. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? <clears throat> Jesus, <clears throat> the greater than Jeremiah, Hebrews. Mm. Yo, they already kicked me out the temple
2: Mm. a long time ago. Mm.
0: But I'm commissioning you Mm. to take this that I wrote. To take my message back to them. And read it verbatim to them. Don't add and don't take away. This is the gospel. Before the gospel. Mm. That's a trait right there. Of the apostles teaching mm. that's a trait of scripture when you read it you'll see the gospel displayed mm. and played out right jeremiah 36 now obviously curated passage i knew i was coming to jeremiah 36 within the last seven minutes before doing this
2: mm.
0: right dude like that's the gospel it is the gospel man and sometimes it'll be the people that claim to be christians that kick you out for committing to the apostles teaching that's what happened here. He didn't send them to the Gentile nations at first. That would come. No, send them to my own people. And they'll probably kick you out too. All right? I'm not saying distrust the church. All right? The very next episode in this thing about the fellowship. Right? But do understand sometimes those that call themselves the church anyway yeah. will be your greatest enemy to just faithfully following the apostles' teaching. Mm. You we'll be,
1: touch more on that in the next episode. Yeah,
0: you can be heartbroken about it, but don't be discouraged over it.
1: Mm.
0: <clears throat> you should be heartbroken over it, honestly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> thoughts so far?
1: No, I think too. I think just that um, that switch over to Jeremiah, like I think, also just goes back to like what we were talking about earlier. You can't know God unless you are in the Word. You know. You can know God in every book of the Bible because it is his inspired work. Yeah. You know, um, you see Jesus all over the pages in the Old Testament that, you know, a lot of times we choose to not look at,
0: you know, like, or we choose. definitely choose not to look at. <laughs> you know, because it's... again, like that verse in Luke 6, right? Yeah. Like, what did Jesus say at the end of that verse in Luke 6, right? Yeah. So were the prophets before you, yeah. right? Why should you be okay with being hated the same way the hated Jew was? Mm. Because all the prophets of that hated Jew suffered the same thing, yeah. right? Jesus literally ties you, you, yeah. you. Well, good for nothing us. He ties us to the spiritual like of Jeremiah mm. and Isaiah. Mm. And says, if you follow my word. You are their contemporaries in the 21st century. Right? Like, and that is amazing. That is amazing. Because oftentimes we read Isaiah, Jeremiah, these prophets, and think, wow, they're so much bigger than us. But what did Jesus tell the disciples? There are many prophets and kings that wish to hear what you hear and didn't hear it. Right? If you're faithful to this message, you are the culmination of the prophetic tradition in the old testament. But what that means is you're gonna get what they got. <laughs> okay. Like you you can't, oh wow, I'm the culmination of wow, God really had a plan for me. Yes. And amen. Take a beating.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Have your esteem be dropped in the eyes of the world. Right? It's part and parcel of following.
2: Yeah.
0: Part and parcel of following, right? Any of y'all that's offended at the OnlyFans jokes because of the fact that I'm using OnlyFans. <laughs> you could at least agree with me on this. We are distasteful. Or we can be at times, right? But we disagree is that we're distasteful because you just don't like Jesus. <laughs> but we can at least agree. Yeah. I am annoying. <laughs> we can at least...
1: <laughs> Make that a sound bite. All right.
0: We can at least agree. All right. Look, I'll be glad if we get like known enough to where people make that a soundbite. Like, uh, if people make that a soundbite, it means you had to watch this far. Like, that's a crazy amount of gospel to hear yeah. and reject to make me a soundbite out of that. Yay. That's wild. That's wild. But if someone does, like, forward it. Like, that'd be funny. That would be very that'd be funny. funny. I'm making a ringtone, actually. <laughs> I agree. I'm annoying. You got mail, bro. Like, that would be fun. That would uh, be fun. Oh, man.
1: But I think you had something in Psalm 119.
0: Yeah, a couple somethings, yeah. um, Yeah, yeah Psalm 119, like the longest, the longest of the Psalms is just to do waxing eloquently and very long <laughs> about what the word.
1: does that have to do about the apostles' teaching?
0: Oh, it's everything, man. Like, it still applies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's talking about the scripture. Yeah. And the apostles' teaching is part of the scripture, like... It's true, but there's really two or three things—three, if I can get to it—but two I really want to want to kind of touch on. Yeah. Um, Psalm one nineteen, uh, verses twenty-three and twenty-four, uh, he writes this: "Even though princes sit plotting against me, your servant will meditate on your statutes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Your stat, your testimonies are my delight; they are my counselors." Mm-hmm. Right. Question. Do you feel that way about your Bible collecting dust on your shelf? For real. Like, that's that's love, bro. Yeah. Like that Maybe is Don't you want
1: to have the cat like many counselors <laughs> for all of your major life decisions? Like what he is really that? Do, you he know? really
0: does say counselors plural, plural. Almost as of each book of and all he had was the old testament. Yeah. And technically he didn't even have psalms yet.
2: Because yeah. what he wrote, wrote would become
0: part of it, right. so he didn't have Psalms yet. Right. He just had the Book of the Law and maybe a couple of the Prophets' writings. I don't know when 119 was penned. Hmm. So he may have had a couple of the writings of the Prophets by that point, depending on if he was, like, one of those crazy guys. Um, But, like, he's looking at each individual book as a counselor. Each individual author, you could say, is a counselor. Like... That's a that's a deep relationship with the with the text, bro. Yeah. But I would say miraculously, with the God of the text. Yeah. All right? He personalizes it. Your testimonies. Who's he talking to? The author. <laughs> I love your book. I learned so much about you through this. i are my counselors, man. All right? Not everyone that listens uses counseling. I'm considering it. Uh, for the unnamed thing that we have not discussed. Uh, But some of y'all listening have used counselors, right? They were a blessing, yes? Right? We're not against mental health here. Not here. (laughs) We Christians. (laughs) We Christians. I don't know what you was listening to. We Christians. We are okay with good counselors, all right? They were a blessing to you, yeah?
2: Yeah.
0: That's the word. The word is that. I mean, better than that because it's written by the best one. Yeah. But that's how they function, man. They are your counselors, and sometimes, man, you get value from your counselor just by talking to them—not even so much from receiving,
1: yeah,
0: but just from talking.
1: Yeah. Like how often that do you abiding, if you will?
0: Yeah. How often do you just yeah just the abiding in the office of the counselor, bro? Yeah. On a regular basis, how often, Meredith, mm-hmm. can you say that just reading your Bible is what comforted you? It wasn't even what you read. Like what you read didn't even like touch your situation. It was completely irrelevant by all proper rules of exegesis
1: every time in recent history.
0: But by the end of it, you were like, yo, the encouragement of the scriptures, bro.
1: Like literally just because of the season I'm in with postpartum, I think, you know, I was going to touch on this later, but just the, for me, this, you know, coming out of the situation to, straight into postpartum and, you know, felt very isolated. But honestly, a lot of it was self-isolation and keeping myself away from God through being in the word and praying and in turn, like reluctantly joining fellowship and um, all of those things. But especially recently like the last couple of weeks, even, and especially today, just being in his word has been just been a rejuvenation and just praying through the scriptures and um Something I was telling you earlier, I was like, we started a sermon series in Philippians at our church that we're going to now. And I I was telling him like, man, every time I go through Philippians, like God just revives my heart. Like there's something sweet about this book that just, you know, it's just a jumpstart back, you know, from slowly withering away. And he's just kind of like, you're good. You know, <laughs> that's what it feels like every time I, I restart a study in Philippians. And um, it's just a comfort to be with him.
0: For those that don't believe, we ain't talking in allegories, fam. Right. This is our actual lived experience, all right? Yeah. It's what it looks like to have yeah. life in the Messiah is you actually have life Yeah. in the Messiah.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? <clears throat> um. Verse uh, verse twenty three. Um, even though princes sit plotting against me, your servant will meditate on your statutes.
2: Mm-hmm. All right,
0: meditation in an Eastern stereotyp- stereotypically Eastern sense, because even that's not necessarily true. But in a stereotypically Eastern sense, it's just that. You mm-hmm. know not just empty your mind. You know, but the the Christian idea behind meditation is actually thinking about just thinking mm-hmm. about a topic.
1: Mulling
0: over <clears throat> yeah, mulling over a topic, bro. Yeah, like all y'all muttering
1: are, to <clears throat> oneself,
0: muttering to one, yeah, under one's breath. Yeah, is the actual uh like that's the actual like word picture, bro. Yeah. But like <clears throat> we do that with everything. Think about it. Anything that you actually have a passion for, you meditate on.
2: Yeah,
0: you know what I mean? Like again, like the uh the lady that's the only tycoon <laughs> meditates on how to make that business functional. Yeah, right. Like how to set yourself apart from I don't know why I'm using this as like a freaking example, but like that's what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Like then I don't care. Some of y'all that <clears throat> some of y'all that skipped over the first half to like listen to this are like, dang, like he's really intimately involved with the understandings of the OnlyFans industry, bro. Like I told him myself in the first half. Listen, so you don't you listen, don't get to say that. Listen. I said that. Uh, I said that, bro. Uh, it wasn't OnlyFans back then though. Back when I was in open was, that uh, wasn't a thing yet. But like it was the same same basic, concept. Like, yeah, same concept you know what i mean but like yeah like you're meditating on how to make that business model work you know what i'm saying like that's what you do that's what you that's what you do you know what i mean like for me for us like the bible's what we do jesus is what we do it's what we meditate on bro like i used to play i used to play uh, competitive magic the gathering when i was in Okinawa, out Fun stuff you didn't already know bro i just i referenced the greek if you didn't say nerd then you don't get to say it now, bro. Nerd. <clears throat> you say what you want. You it was funny though was the fact like people would call me that and then like those people that called me that would like have a magic deck and like come to the food court later. And like I thought this was for nerds and they were like I mean like well, I mean like you're cool mm. and I'm like well yeah you're right. Ah, <laughs> <Gosh, laughs> uh, was great. Gosh. <sighs> you don't be mad at me. You're mad at me, bro. Some people in Jesus are lame. <laughs> We all have across the bear, all right? Ugh. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Get on with your point. Get on with the
0: point. Hey, that was part of the point, okay? <laughs> but no, like, like, what does the psalmist say, bro? Like, princes sit plotting against me. Mm. That sounds like a good time to meditate on how to stop the plan. You see parallels to right wing Christianity lately.
2: Mm.
0: Even though princes sit plotting against me. Mm. You listen to right-wing media and it's like that's what they focus on the plots of princes against them. Yeah. That's like the whole, you know what I mean? And it's look, you need to talk about that at some point, probably. But like, what's your meditation on? What are you leaving your audience with when your podcast is up? Yeah. The transgender agenda and how they're, and how they're our enemy. Look, man, I don't, I don't really mind naming names, bro. Like I saw that video from Matt Walsh, bro. And I was like, look, bro, like, usually I like you, but like, you can't go as far as to call them enemies of you.
2: Mm-hmm. You might
0: be able to, you can say enemies of the cross of Christ. I'll let you have that. Yeah. But, but you, you didn't say that. Person. You said like enemies of me, bro. And I'm like, no, bro. They're lost people.
2: Yeah.
0: Acting in a way that is very antagonistic to me. And in a way that requires me to be very thoughtful about how I raise my kids and like why I send them to school and such like that. But if I actually allow myself to meditate on people, on the trans agenda in such a way that i'm meditating on them as my enemy right that i'm no longer thinking about how best to pray for them from a distance how best to reach them with this gospel of you don't have to qualify yourself bro it's by faith
2: yeah
0: right i'm no longer thinking about that i'm thinking about how to preserve western society right even though western society will too fall when jesus no. comes back i'm just saying bro like if Western if Western uh society has to stand at all costs, what happens when the king comes back? Does that mean him too?
2: Mm.
0: Does it? It should if we're gonna be logically consistent, right? Yeah. Right? Like, come on, man. Come on. And um the last thing, uh I'll let this episode just be an hour. Um we'll spend some more time on some of the other ones, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um Actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Later on in the same Psalm, um, Psalm 58 or Psalm 119, verse uh, 68, you are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. He Mm. connects the two. Teach me your statutes. Why? Because I believe you are good and that you do good. Mm. If you believe, entering the last minute, last 50 seconds, actually, if you believe God to be good. Mm and that god is the doer of good Mm. that he is the summum bonum that he is the good that makes all other goods good Mm. if you believe that about god the right response in faith is to say teach me your statutes
2: yeah
0: give me that apostle's teaching bro Mm.
2: because
0: i believe you're good and do good yeah i like a sheep have gone astray seek after me that's how he ends the song Mm. with a prayer to god to seek after him as he follows after his statutes Right, something I like that's that's what we got, man. Uh yeah. love y'all. Yeah. Uh OnlyFans Girls Repent. Uh we <laughs> love y'all too. Um, yeah. Come on in. Yeah. Uh peace.